And I said, why is that important? And he said, well, they have great taste and they're renting and they're not spending a lot of money and they don't have a car and they need to get around. But primarily they have great taste. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm here with today's guest, Sean Rooker. Hi, Sean. Hey, how are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us. Sean is joining us from Austin, Texas. He is a real estate agent at Realty Austin, based in Austin, Texas. He has been an agent for almost six years. He specializes in condos and single family homes. A large portion of his clients are investors. And he started in a down market uh, in Austin. And, you know, best ever listeners, I know you know that Austin is no longer a down market. And since then, he's expanded his business by at least 50% year over year. He's a former Army Ranger and he served two combat tours and has landed in a tree whenever he was parachuting. <laughs> um, so with that being said, Sean, will you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure, sure. I, well, I guess I should talk about the tree a little bit. Um, I was uh, a U.S. Army Ranger from 1988 to 1992, and uh, we invaded Panama in that time period and also went to the Persian Gulf. The invasion of Panama. So yeah, we jumped in. Um, it was the first combat jump in years and years for the United States, actually. And um, I was one of the last folks out of the plane and uh, landed in a tree north of the airfield where we uh, jumped in. Um, and I guess the funny or alarming part of that is that I landed in someone's backyard and the entire family was arrayed on the back 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 porch patio watching me land um interesting so yeah i uh i certainly got their attention and got them to go back in their house but uh it was a little bit disconcerting to say the least um but there's that as far as my background is concerned uh i started in real estate in a down market as much as austin could be considered having a down market so about six years ago um, so it was tough. It was tough at first, but since then, uh, just from being with the right people, listening to the right folks, working for the right people, paying attention to the right things, I guess, a combination all of all of the above and momentum. I've enjoyed 50% growth every year at least. So, uh, and now of course, Austin is top 10 all across the country for almost any list that you can think of. It's still a challenging market for a real estate agent. There's different kinds of challenges, but um, I've 
position myself so that I can take advantage of those challenges and, and benefits as well. Let's talk about Austin specifically, um, since that's, that's where you're at and that's your area of expertise. What are some of the, the things you're seeing about that market that makes it a good market to invest? And also, you know, what are the challenges with Austin? Well, the best thing about Austin in general, it's certainly not good that the prices have gone up ridiculously and they're continuing to go up. Um, we're breaking records monthly as far as home sales are concerned. But the best part about Austin is that it's continuing and it's stable. There is at least one article weekly talking about hundreds of jobs being created in Austin. Unemployment rate is uh, is ridiculously low. Um, there's a lot going on here. Sometimes I like to blame it on the weather. And right now it's winter, but it's still fairly warm. It's nice out. The weather is not disruptive. Uh, we don't have ice storms. We don't have tornadoes that I know of. Uh, certainly no tsunamis. And the tech culture here is pretty amazing. Startup is a word that you hear everywhere, but in Austin, you hear it on every street corner. That's a good and bad thing. Good in the sense that there's a lot of intelligent people that live in Austin. A lot of intelligent people. Not to mention that we have UT, uh, University of Texas right here, which is one of the largest public schools in the country. Then uh, I guess uh, as a negative, it's not really a negative actually. A lot of those startups don't work. But as most people know in business, with failure comes success. So that's the way Austin is. Tons of events, lots of things to do. If you can uh, divide Austin up into quadrants, what are, what are the aspects or characteristics of those quadrants? Just to give the best ever listeners a, a bird's eye view of the areas to invest, areas that are hot, the areas that are improving, the areas that uh, are going to take a very long time to get better. Sure, sure. There really is no area in Austin that needs to get better in a sense. But if I was to look at Austin as an Austinite, historically, it's been divided north and south. And the dividing line north and south really depends on who you talk to. It used to be uh, Lady Bird Lake or Town Lake which is actually the Colorado River that's right just south of downtown. Or you could consider 183, uh, U.S. Highway 183, to be the dividing line separating Austin from North Austin. But North-South um, might have a lot to do with traffic. But the way I like to look at the real estate market, and specifically in Austin, is that most of the real estate transactions where you're probably going to purchase – something for an investment property, is sort of the reverse C around downtown Austin. So if you look at downtown Austin, specifically where the capital is, just picture that as a donut hole and draw a reverse C from north central to east to south central Austin. And that area, in my opinion, is where all of the single family and condo purchases are happening for investment properties. Now you can branch out to the suburbs, you can actually go to Round Rock and Pflugerville, and Leander and Cedar Park. There's a lot of growth out there. Kyle, Buda, which is south of Austin. But the reverse C that I'm talking about around Austin is so central, so close to downtown, in most cases within 30 minutes of downtown, it, they're very desirable spots, very desirable for different reasons, different neighborhoods, different kinds of community. But that's a really good way to look at it. What's the cash flow look like? Well, on the whole, you could probably find 8% on the whole if you really try. In some cases, it's going to be not quite as good as that, um, mostly because prices have gone up. 
considerably, and they're continuing to go up. So I guess that's the best thing I can say about that. You really have to be careful and look at your numbers and make sure that you're okay with what you're purchasing. What type of investors, you know, because I know you said you work with a lot of investors, What what's the type of investor who's typically working with you who's wanting to invest in Austin and and actually closes on a property? Sure. All of my clients right now and for the past two years that are investors, either they live in Austin or they live outside Austin, they're buy and hold. Um, the idea of buying, fixing, and selling, flipping, I guess you could say, is really difficult in Austin. And of course, this is my opinion, but I think I could. a lot of agents, a lot of other folks would share this opinion with me. It's really difficult to find a property in Austin that is inexpensive enough so that you can come in, fix it, and then resell it. A lot of the folks right now that are reselling properties like that have had them and probably purchased them when we were in a buyer's market about six years ago. So, yeah, buy and hold. What, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors? The best advice I is really specific to Austin, but you could probably apply it to any urban space. Well, at one point in time in the beginning of my career um, in East Austin, I met a builder. And I candidly asked the builder, I said, what is it about East Austin that you like? Why Why here? Because at that point in time, East Austin wasn't a very popular spot. Um, you could drive down the street. You'd see considerable teardowns, smaller craftsman-style houses that need work. And occasionally, you see some new construction of some kind. Well, the builder let me know. He said, well, and and here's a – his name is Carlos. He, he – they were – they were building a craftsman style house that had some modern features to it. It was it was a nice build. It was interesting. It stuck out. And he said, uh, artists live here. He said, there's a lot of artists and designers that live in this area. And I said, why is that important? And he said, well, they have great taste and they're renting and they're not spending a lot of money and they don't have a car and they need to get around. But primarily they have great taste. So my best ever advice would be a neighborhood that you're researching to get a sense of how, how much potential it has would be a neighborhood where artists and designers live. Because these folks are living there. They're renting. They're not spending a lot of money. They are, they're probably having a, not, not having a car. And they're spending a lot of time where everyone is. So, I mean, you, you could extrapolate some bullet points from this. Um, there's walkability. There's access to downtown. There's considerable retail. Uh, restaurants in particular, coffee shops, places to go, places where people gather. So it's it's a mix of residential and commercial. The neighborhood style is such that people enjoy it. They like to be there, even though the neighborhood might be inexpensive, which is actually good because you can find a neighborhood like that that's inexpensive, maybe even depreciating, where artists, designers, entrepreneurs live inexpensively, um, close to downtown, then you have all of the earmarks for a neighborhood that's going to appreciate. That's that's my best ever advice. I think uh, it might be difficult to find a place like that, but you've seen it in Portland. You've seen it in San Francisco, clearly in San Francisco, definitely in Austin. I started my business in East Austin and saw this happen over the past five years. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Absolutely. 
first, a quick word from our sponsor. Best ever listeners, if you want to grow your business, you need an audio product. Contact 24sound at 24sound.com for a free consultation. And remember, you'll get 20% off your first product just by mentioning best ever. Best ever book you've read. Being in Time by Martin Heidegger. Seriously. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Ranger School. It was absolutely horrible. However, it taught me that once you do something that's really difficult, once, you can always do it again. Not saying I want to do that again, but something, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Best ever success habit you practice. Either two hours a day or 10 people a day or some metric thereof, I spend every day connecting with people in my network, at least some portion of my day. What's the most effective way you've found to do that connection? I actually, um, this is sort of an insider tip. I use Evernote. I use Evernote and everyone that's important to me, family, friends, clients, folks who send me referrals, I keep a note. I maintain a record, a very loose record, of everything that they like, want, need, everything they do, their current challenges, and so I can keep track of important things. And so when I come across something and I need to remember who that might be important to, it's an easy search and find, and then it's either advice or a link or a picture or a phone call, a text message, what have you, I reach out to them. Best ever transaction you've done. Well, uh, this was in East Austin, so I, thanks to my, uh, thanks to my client, of course, my client and myself, we sold the most expensive house in East Austin and held the record for a little more than a year. How'd that happen? Well, um, I had been talking with him for quite some time, and I loved the house, and it was a great spot, and we sort of hit, we hit the market, not sort of by any means, it was definitely intentional, we hit the market at the right time as it was going up and it was the first and I just put all of the marketing bullet points out there to the folks that I knew would come and look at the house meaning I had a good sense of who the buyer population was and I targeted them I knew that they were going to be younger tech oriented couple or you know a couple folks who wanted to be close to the action and that's who I marketed to and it took a little while I reached out to agents took us some time, but we ended up selling the house at an unheard of price in it at that time. And it was the most expensive sale for about 13 months before it was broken. And now it's broken daily. So best ever project you're excited about right now? Coaching. Um, I'm a member of a coaching group and I'm also coaching a new agent. I think the give and take is, is awesome. I recommend it to anyone regardless of their level of experience best ever quote okay this might be sophomoric or brash but my favorite quote is actually a genghis khan quote that was from uh schwarzenegger's conan movie where he answers the question conan what is best in life i think it applies to every business operation that you're you're involved in you really have to have that passion and that single-minded focus to crush your enemies and see them driven before you. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Well, it's it's probably a mistake that I continue to make, although less so because I recognize it. 
Uh, time is more valuable than money. The way that you spend your time, how much time you might spend on a fruitless project is very important. So you have to pay attention to how you're spending your time and you have to know when you have to move your resources to something else. Or you have to know when you have to actually spend your time on something. That's sort of ephemeral, but I think it's very important. Sean, what's the best ever place to reach you? You know, probably for all the best ever listeners, Twitter is the best place to find me. It's universal, constant, simple. Uh, it'll always be there for me. I'm a big Twitter user. So, and that's at Sean K. Rooker. And last name, first name is spelled S-H-A-W-N-K as in kangaroo, Rooker, R-O-O-K-E-R. Correct. Sean, thank you for being on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners. This has been a conversation about uh, Austin, Texas and investing in Austin and how we can apply uh, your conversation with Carlos to other markets as well. Um, I love the nugget of find where the artists live. I love that. I love that because it's so true. Just when you go to a new market, ask the question, where are all the art artists living? Where are they moving to? Exactly. Because you, you said they've got great taste. They are renting. They don't have a car. Therefore, they have to walk around. And that's going to build up the retail and, and the businesses around that community. I just think that's so, so filtered down to the core stuff of how to evaluate an up-and-coming area. And I, I think just find where the artists live. That, that's... Uh, that's just, it's so straightforward. And um, I, I think that's just incredible advice for best ever listeners. And I'm going to start asking that question to all of my, uh, my team members whenever we're looking at a new market. So thank you for that. And then also going through, you know, what it's like to buy as an investor right now in Austin, Texas. I mean, that's very topical. It's Austin's a, t a hot market. And we just have to know what we're, what we're going into um, and we're educated. Uh, knowing that it is going to be about around an 8% return. And are we okay with that? Then, all right, let's 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 buy based on the fundamentals that are in Austin that you mentioned with the tech culture, the weather, University of Texas, and just the, the jobs that are, that are constantly coming to Austin, Texas. So, Sean, thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your best ever advice, and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Have a great day. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com, where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes, so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.